1: Today's program could open up a new life without pain for you. Now, here's Dr. Darrow with his co-host, Nita Valens.
2: Well, hi there, Dr. Darrow.
3: Hello, Nita Valens. How are you doing today?
2: I'm great. How are you?
3: I'm living it up. I hope you are, and I hope all of our patients are who are listening, and I hope uh, the new audience who's switching channels around, listening to us, are living it up, too, because we're going to help them today learn about how to heal their musculoskeletal orthopedic pain, everything from the back of the head to the bottom of the feet, and uh, necks, backs, arthritis, shoulders, knees, ankles, toes, fingers, elbows, you name it, we do it. And I've been doing this work for over 25 years. Started at my uh, residency at UCLA way back. And uh, it's amazing, amazing work. It's called Regenerative Medicine. That means instead of using a knife to cut tissue out, what we do is to stimulate new tissue to grow back by simple injections. And you have something to say about that, I'm sure, Nita. What is it? Well, it worked on me twice. And it worked on me many, many, many times.
2: I know, you're kind of a chronic uh, abuser of your body because you're a sports guy.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I'm an addict. I'm I'm a sports addict. Uh, And I use the needle to heal.
2: (laughs) Well, maybe you better explain that last sentence just so people who might be brand new.
3: Yeah. What I do is I inject uh, platelets and stem cells into my own body Um, when I'm injured. Right now, I'm doing really good, and I can do all the sports that I want to. I'm playing golf, running, lifting weights. Those are my main three right now. And um, I'm going to go to Hawaii in a few weeks. So maybe I'll be out on the surf, maybe uh, windsurfing. What else do I do? I go hiking up. I like to go to Diamond Head and hike up there. So anyone who wants to meet me, we can hang out.
2: Well, that sounds pretty exciting.
3: Actually, I met a guy. Um, I was playing golf. Where was I? I was up at Pebble Beach. And I met a man, and I said, I'm going to Hawaii. He goes, I'll meet you there.
2: <laughs> oh, how he funny. Yeah, Did he? Uh,
3: well, it hasn't happened yet.
2: Oh, okay. We're,
3: we're talking about it. Um, I want to just use a simple suggest, a simple example here after I give out the phone number because we do want you to call us up and make the show really interesting with your issues or your friend's issues, things like meniscal tears, shoulder tears, labral tears, arthritis, plantar fasciitis. Whatever your syndrome is, you um, you know, we even do, I do an awful lot of finger injections. I know that seems crazy. Your wrists uh, for arthritis, people that get sore. Um, but the phone number to call me right now, right now, live, you can talk to me and ask questions. You ready? Get your pencil. 866-870-5752. That's 866 870 Five seven five two. So, anything to say before I go to a question here?
2: Well, yeah, I want to tell everybody about the website, which is www.lastemcells.com. That's lastemcells.com. You can email Dr. Duroff of every page on the site, and you can watch him doing actual videos of all these treatments, so if you're brand new to this concept, you might want to go check that out right now.
3: Great idea, and also... Um, On the website are videos of me injecting different parts of the body. You can see how I do this, how I get the platelets, how I get the stem cells. Very simple procedures. Nice thing is you walk in the office and you walk out. You don't need anyone to drive you. There's no anesthesia necessary. It's very simple. When you do as much as I do, um, we have it down. We have um, a huge staff. We're doing these all day, every day of the week. And I always tell people... If you want to get something done in medicine, go to the guy who does the most. I think that's me. Um, Anyway, this question is really interesting. It says rejected ankle fusion. That's pretty complex. Let's see what they say. Wow. My dad is now 77, had an ankle fusion a year ago. It was rejected, and they had to remove the pins. He is in too much pain and does not want to take opioids, Or narcotics. Good man. The next option the doc has recommended is to use cadaver bone. That means bone from a dead guy. My dad has said he just cannot go through another nine months of recovery. He has had three knee replacements. I didn't know people had three knees. Just kidding. They fail, too, and sometimes they have to be replaced. (laughs) And the other ankle has been fused, which he had when he was 70. He is a Vietnam vet who was a gunner and jumped out of helicopters along with a gas can man of, for NASCAR, whatever that means. He, he has used and abused his body and is looking for treatment for pain and recovery for the ankle. Any help would be greatly appreciated. We look forward to an alternative to surgery since we know there's no guarantees with surgery. Please give any advice. And any consolation? Thank you. Well, that's really a sad case. But those are the kind of cases that I see all the time, failed surgeries. And people say, what does a failed surgery mean? Because there are um, diagnostic codes in surgery for failed surgery. If you have a a back surgery and and it comes out bad, that's called a failed surgery, failed back surgery. And there's a diagnosis for that, diagnostic code. So... This is common for me to see this. I get people in probably every day who have a surgery that failed them. I'm not saying all surgeries fail. The group of people that come to see me have had that happen, though. Not everybody that comes to see me has had a failed surgery. Many people that come to see me are ready to get a surgery, though. And they ask my advice, which is generally always the same. Don't do it. Not not in a negative statement about orthopedic surgeons, by the way. I think they're the brightest guys in medicine. They do the hardest work. They're on their feet for hours and hours and hours. And one little mess up, and there's a big problem. Now, these failed surgeries don't mean the surgeon failed. They did a good job. It's just that surgery is not perfected at this time. It probably never will be. You know, you're trying to do a mechanical thing on a biological body. It doesn't always work out. And I am the one that it happened to. And that's why I do regenerative medicine with platelets and stem cells because I had a shoulder surgery back in medical school um, and uh, I was all hyped up. I used to go in with the surgeons all the time. I was getting ready training to be an orthopedic surgeon. And then after the surgery, I'm like, eh, this didn't work out too well. I had a swollen arm full of fluid. I had a high fever. And um, I had four years of misery, much worse than the pain I had before the surgery. Until I learned about regenerative medicine, I injected my own shoulder one night. I know it's a great story. You think it can't be true. It is. I woke up the next morning completely pain-free. And that made me a believer and someone who started begging their patients, please let me try this on you. I haven't done that much of it back in the day. Now I think I've done more than anybody on the planet because it works. I'm going to give out the phone number. Give me a call. You can talk to me live right now, 866-870-5752. And by the way, if you do call in, I'm going to give you a free copy of my book. Pretty hefty book here, a couple hundred pages long. Stem Cell and Platelet Therapy, Regenerate, Don't Operate. And it's got all the studies that you'll ever want to read. I think there's 256 studies on why regenerative medicine works. I know if you go to most doctors, they go, oh, that can't work. It's because they don't know anything about it. It works. It's not going to work on everybody. Nothing works on everybody. But it works when I choose a patient who it's going to work on. Can I promise any results? No, I can't promise a thing. No doctor should be promising anything to a patient. But I can tell you uh, the examples of people it works on, has worked on, and give you a good shot. That's upon at healing up without the knife. So also, if you want to call the office, there's people there. You can get more information. The number to the office is 800-300-9300. That's 800-300-9300. We would love to hear from you, and right now it would be great. Anita, while I'm blabbing away, if you see any callers coming in, I see one coming in. Yeah, there's one coming in. You can just just interrupt me. Yeah, I will. I'll just breathe. (laughs) I always know when when I hear you breathing, you're (laughs) you're chomping at the bit.
2: Yeah, but I'm on a break from breathing right now.
3: Yeah, I know, because you don't need to.
2: Yeah.
3: You're beyond that. You're in the higher realms. That's
2: right. That's right.
3: (laughs) Um, okay, so we're going to go to Bonnie in Ontario. Her boyfriend in another state has knee issues. Bonnie, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, where do your Where no, is your not boyfriend? A
4: boyfriend doc.
3: Just a friend, without a boy.
4: It's a friend, not a boy. It's a it's it's as long it's a long time friend of mine, another nurse. Okay. And she has been getting PRP for a very long time, doctor.
3: Okay. And
4: she recently had PRP. And she started getting a lot of swelling in this, in this leg. And apparently they had changed the tubes that they were using and she, they think she may have had a reaction to whatever was the, the, uh, the elements in the tube. And so, and this has been going on for five months and she okay. cannot get any, any, uh, the, the leg will not stop swelling.
3: Okay. Where does she live?
4: Western Pennsylvania. She lives in Murraysville,
3: Pennsylvania. Western Pennsylvania. Okay. Unfortunately, I can't drive over there today to take a look. I'm kidding. You're supposed to laugh. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of things. There's a a lot of things. I know I can barely hear you, too, so let's scream at each other and say it's okay. A lot of things could be going on. Number one, it could be the tubes. Who knows what that means? Um, I've never heard of that before. It could be the doctor didn't use an ultrasound to inject with to guide the needle and the no, solution.
4: He did that. He did that. She's been going to this guy for like five years. Okay. Because she doesn't
3: do well with anesthesia.
4: So okay. She, she has never wanted to get a
3: knee replacement. Okay, well, that's, that's smart. It could have been that the solution went into the wrong place, it could have been a sterility problem. There's just a 1,000 different possible reasons. I have never had that happen, and I've been doing this for over 25 years, other than when I injected my own knee about, um, I think it was about a year ago, with hyaluronic acid, and they may have mixed that in with the PRP. That's very, very common to do. So hyaluronic acid is a lubricant. There are different names of it, like Hyalgan and Sinvisc and things like that. And sometimes the doctor will just put a drop of that in with the platelet-rich plasma, the PRP. And I don't do that. I never have done it. I did it to myself as an experience. And guess what happened to my leg, Bonnie? Bonnie is still with us? Okay. the only thing that concerns
4: me is is that, you know, now she's she's wondering whether she should try to, you know, I mean, he's going to put her on some steroids. She's going to try that for a little while to see if it was an allergic reaction. They're not positive, but that's the only thing they can figure out because they, the only thing that has changed between when she had it done before and when she had it done the, this time that, that she's had the problem since is, is the, the tubes and the centrifuge.
3: Okay. Well, that may not be the only thing. That's the only thing that you know about. And uh, there's a lot of things that go on that we don't know about. And I'm going to tell you what worked for me. I don't know if you were listening to me or not when I was talking.
4: But... And, and they did blood work, and there was no increase in the, in the white blood cells or anything of that nature.
3: Okay, that's cool. We don't know what happened, Bonnie, but I do know that what happened to me. I put some hyaluronic acid in my knee, and my leg blew up like a balloon. All right? And uh, that lasted for about five months. And the thing that helped me quite a bit was I did lavage of my knee. Lavage means I put some saline in and aspirated it out, okay? And I did that a few times. And then I did something called EECP. You'll have to look that up. It's something like external extracorporeal pulsation. And they have those all over. It's done mainly to open up the collateral vessels, the collateral vessels in the heart, the coronary arteries. So what it does... When the heart is at rest, it pumps the legs. So I do that every few years just to protect my heart and keep me heart healthy. And I went in there because I was doing it at that time. And my guess what happened to my leg? It healed up. I was on crutches for a few months. So my heart goes out to your friend, Bonnie. I think if you want
4: is 74 all years right. old and she was pressing with her legs before
3: this all happened. Yeah, guess uh, what? I was doing that stuff too. I know. Yeah. I would I would have I her mean, call, I would have her email me and I'll give her the information and the email address you can get through my website. Every page of my okay. website has a place to email me and that website is www.lastemcells.com .com. I'll be glad to help her out um, with whatever information I have. And if she emails me through the website, I will call her immediately. Okay?
2: All right. All right. Thank you so much, Doctor. I really appreciate your assistance. Yeah. Thank you, you Bonnie. I appreciate your call.
3: Wow, okay. that was, uh, that's a terrible story. Huh?
2: Yeah,
3: absolutely. But uh, I know what it's like. And... <clears throat> I don't doubt that the same thing happened to this woman that happened to me, uh, because that's a similar scenario. But who knows? There's, you know, people go, "This is what happened to me," and I go, "How do you know that happened to you?" You know, things in medicine are complex. There's so many moving parts, and they go, well, "This is what happened," and I go, "You don't know that. You know part of what you know, but you don't know all of it. And I don't know all of it, and no one knows all of it. And uh, there's a lot of bad things that happen in medicine." As we all know, the number three cause of death in our country is, what's the word, Nita? Let's see if you remember. Iatrogenic. I love Nita. She's a brilliant person and a good memory. Yes, iatrogenic means it's caused by the doctor, the medicine, the hospital, something medically related that shouldn't have happened otherwise. So um, this may have been one of those iatrogenic things. And guess what? Sometimes things happen to people that wasn't caused by the doctor at all. And then something happened with the doctor, some intervention, and they blame the doctor when it had nothing to do.
2: Well, sometimes things just happen.
3: Sometimes things just happen. This person could have had a DVT, a deep vein thrombosis. That happens to people all the time without any medical intervention. I'm not saying it's the doctor's fault or not the doctor's fault. I don't know. And I'm sure they're investigating it now. I'm sure that doctor is doing a great job of trying to figure out what happened so it never happens again. Um, sometimes, though, it can be where the solution is placed into the soft tissue rather than into the joint capsule. That's why I asked if that doctor used an ultrasound to guide the needle. And even with the needle guidance, you can still theoretically miss. Depends on the experience of the doctor. And um, it depends on just too many things, you know.
2: There's a lot of
3: variables. There's a lot Our of bodies variables. are
2: very complicated,
3: and medicine's very complicated.
2: There's so that. I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give out the phone number to call me live right now. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for calling in. I appreciate that call. And uh, if you want to reach me and talk to me live right now, um, it's eight six six eight seven zero. 5752, that's 866 870 5752. And if we miss something that you're calling about uh, or you didn't call, if you were shy, don't be shy though. Use a fake name. Say it's your father, whatever. Um, you can call the office, 800 300 9300. That's 800 300 9300. I want to just mention while the callers are coming in here that we also do the procedure of regenerative medicine using platelets, PRP, platelet-rich plasma, on the face. That's called the vampire facelift. And we can also use stem cells on the face and on the head for hair regeneration to revitalize the follicles in the hair. Um, And both are very simple procedures to do. We're going to go to Alex about his foot. Alex, Dr. Mark Darrow, how are you today?
5: Hi, I'm doing good. How How are you?
3: We're living it up, man. We're happy. We're here.
5: <laughs> I could hear it. I could hear it. You have some uh, very good rebuttals <laughs> for some some of your callers. Um, so I am not certain if uh, my particular ailment is in your jurisdiction. Um, okay. What I have is uh, drop foot. Okay. Or or foot drop. Uh, sure. Like, it's the one and the same. Uh, I just had a very weird uh situation where my foot was uh, restrained for way too long of a period of time. Okay. And it was essentially, you know, completely asleep for, for about, I want to say, a couple of weeks. Okay. Until I... Started doing some serious physical therapy on it, um, and right now I'm about—I want to say it's like about sixty-five to seventy percent feeling that I have back in it. Good. Um, but the main thing that's been bothering me about it is the pa- uh, the pain lately. Like okay. for the for about the past week or so now. Um, unless I'm moving around doing any kind of exercising with it, walking. If I'm just trying to get some sleep, it, yes. it's like just killer pain. Okay. Uh, May I ask you so, a few questions? Absolutely.
3: Why was your foot restrained for a couple of weeks?
5: It was a uh, long story short. I was in the hospital for uh, COVID. Okay. And I, I was unconscious, uh, not, to my knowledge, uh, on were a you ventilator. on a
3: ventilator? Yeah, you're on a ventilator. And so they when,
5: when they woke me up, I had a little temper issue. Uh, I t- tried to escape the place. Yes. Uh, to to put it as nicely as possible. That's okay. I and, understand. Uh, so they they had no choice but to uh, put those put their you know restraints hospital restraints on me.
3: Okay. Okay. So there's a few things that could be going on. Number how, first of all, how long ago was this?
5: This um, when when the trauma uh, like literally occurred.
3: When were you restrained? How long ago?
5: It was uh, the be- It was the beginning of December. So, okay.
3: so we're into it about three months was- now.
5: Yeah, like okay. around second week of December, I would okay. say. Okay.
3: So the first thing is, I don't know how much of this. Is musculoskeletal, meaning the actual mechanical process, or how much is the nerve process? Because with restraints, nerves can be tweaked, and the myelin sheath around the nerve can be crimped. And that sounds mm-hmm. like what's going on with you, that it's starting to grow back. So for things like that, you want to be taking B6, 50 milligrams every day, okay?
5: B6, Okay. Yes.
3: And then there's a test that we do in our office. It's a blood test that may be useful. It's called SpectraCell. You can't get it pretty much anywhere else except with certain doctors that do it. And it can tell uh-huh. us if you're low in vitamins, minerals, amino acids that could be affecting the nerve or the nerves that go to your ankle and to your foot. Okay?
5: All right. And what about the uh, the EKG, uh, the n- neurology test? That's an uh,
3: EEG, so not an EKG. EKG is cardiology. Yeah, yeah. I don't know uh, what happened but, with your.
5: Well, is that? Um, I'm still waiting. I the earliest appointment I was able to schedule with a neurologist is coming up on March the 14th. Okay. But I, I was just going to ask you if that's. Uh, yes, you need to get the. It, it's it can't called,
3: hurt to take one. To get no, no, it test, can't hurt. Right. Well, it does hurt. But but uh, yeah, because they're going to put needles in you, and use electric uh-huh. shock. So yeah, I've done it to myself when I was teaching over at UCLA to show uh-huh. the residents how to do it. It does hurt. It's not terrible, but it's called an EMG electromyogram and an NCV nerve conduction study. Okay, the velocity okay. nerve conduction velocity study, and that'll tell that us. It? That'll yeah, tell. Make sure they do both, both ankles to apply. compare. Make sure they do okay. both legs to to find out if it's coming from your back or from the knee or on the ankle. There's a lot of different yes. nerves going there.
5: Well, well, I could tell you that. So the, the restraint was uh, it, it was low, uh, very short. It it, it basically.
3: Came we're going off. to a, we're going to a break now, Alex. So you, uh, we'll catch you at the other end of the break. If anyone wants to speak to me live, like Alex is doing, give me a call right now at the studio. 866-870-5752, 866-870-5752. And then um, if you want to get me at the office, the number there is we We're coming to the break.
1: You're listening to Living Pain-Free with Dr. Mark Darrow. Dr. Darrow's practice is located at the Darrow Stem Cell Institute in West Los Angeles. To schedule an appointment, call one 800 300 That's 1-800-300-9300. doctor Darrow will be back in just a moment. Stay tuned